0: you're in the right spot if you're looking for all that effing weird material floating around in this world and we've got plenty of it on this episode but before we get into that let's introduce the hosts i'm alex i'm leo
1: missy hi this is Ro.
0: And today we're going to be shifting gears a little bit. We're going to be talking about um conspiracies and cover-ups. Like a couple of episodes ago we were talking about space and time. We're going to put that at rest, let our brains kind of, you know, relax a little bit and uh, yeah, conspiracies and cover-ups. And we're going to be talking about each one of our favorite or the ones that intrigue us the most. So you, we're probably not going to dive too far into each single one of them, but we're going to come at you with a of different varieties of maybe some conspiracies, some things that you aren't aware of when it comes to cover-ups and conspiracies. So I'll be starting us off, um, and the one that I chose because it it really does intrigue me the most. It's kind of it's 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 a, it's a very sad event, um, but it's nine eleven. All right. So there's there's a key there's a few key topics that or key points that I kind of want to point out when it comes to the uh, cover-ups and conspiracies. Now, some of them you might have heard of before, maybe some of them you haven't. Hopefully, hopefully I shed some light on some stuff. So, first and foremost, there, uh, there was a flight called uh, Flight 77. Now, there was a couple of different uh, planes that went down that day. Uh, but Flight 77, there's a lot of controversy around that one because that's the one that supposedly hit the Pentagon. Now, when I say supposedly, it's because um, if you look at the footage from the, the camera that was pointed at the direction of the Pentagon, you don't really see much when... uh, supposedly the plane hits the Pentagon. Now, what people are saying that it might be is that it was a a missile. Um, The controversy around it, too, is that there was not a lot of plane parts supposedly uh, found at the site. And then also, if you look at pictures of the actual hole in the building, um, it doesn't look like a plane had hit it. Now, let me see if I can pull up a picture real quick and i'll I'll drop it in the chat too
2: yeah i remember when i was in high school one of our teachers had put on like a documentary about the 9-11 conspiracy cover-up and they even had like footage showing where it like you could see the plane going and as soon as it hit quote unquote hits the building it just like disappears like almost like it was like a hologram or like it wasn't there to begin with and it was just like one of the craziest things and then like you said there was the whole pentagon situation and they've compare that to like real life plane crashes and real life you know like missile hits and explosions and stuff and even the building that quote-unquote caught fire and collapsed it's like they compare that to other buildings that were on fire for a very long time and didn't you know outright collapse like the twin towers did yep yep yeah and
0: i just found a picture that kind of it kind of is 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 a good representation, but yeah. If you if you're looking at the picture, um, and maybe we can drop this, Leo, too, into like maybe this social media, social media. I can't talk, <laughs> <laughs> but um, if you look at the picture, clearly it does not look like a plane hit this thing. Now it it I don't know. It's it's a just. To me, just, like, looking at it, it doesn't look like a plane. Are you you
2: guys looking at the picture? Yeah, it honestly looks like a bomb went off, like, or something hit it, like, right down the middle.
3: Didn't they say when they built the World Trade Center, they installed dynamite? And wasn't it something about the architects who built it, there was dynamite? There was something installed. And I don't know if that's, like, standard for when you have to do a demolition, but it seems like I remember hearing something like that. I could have made it up. Well, I don't think so. Well, so
0: this isn't the World Trade. This is the Pentagon. I know, (laughs) I know. You kind of stepped away for a second, but so like the yeah bathroom break. Yeah. (laughs) So this is Flight (laughs) 77. This is supposedly the plane that the, the, the plane that hit the Pentagon. Now the rumor is is that it was actually a missile. To me, looking at this picture, it does look like a like Leo was saying, almost like a bomb had gone off, not a plane hitting this what's even right. weirder
2: is they had CCTV in that area, but mm-hmm. of course, you know, they had came and basically took it away and was like, don't release this to anybody, any copies you have, don't release it or you'll be in trouble. And they never released what they saw on that CCTV. I don't think they released it to the public. And if they did, then it, I believe it was reports that it looked more like a like a missile as opposed to mm-hmm. a plane heading into the building.
0: Well, and also I, I I want to point out too that there have been um, flight experts that have said like to fly a jet line that close to the ground and like because a
1: huge hole
0: yeah it it was just be and like yeah. to hit it at that angle would be nearly impossible now again I, this is a weird show and we talk about a lot of weird stuff and anything is possible it's. Could it have sure, why not? anything is possible when you think about it, but it's there's a lot of again that's why this is I'm bringing this up because there's a lot of controversy there's a lot of conspiracy around what actually had happened um does anyone have any else uh, anything else that they want to kind of say about the the Pentagon or anything like that
3: uh I think just there's a big difference in what's possible and what's probable and what's not probable right yeah. so yeah
2: that uh, yeah that's that's true
0: too that's
2: true. Yep. I remember correctly. I think certain people that were supposed to be at the Pentagon or in that area weren't there that day. Same Mm -hmm. with like the twin towers. Like there were like certain people that were supposed to have been there, but just so happened to not be there on those specific, you know, times of the attack.
0: Around like this, this whole nine 11 thing that had happened. There's, there's a lot of, when you dig into it, there's a lot of things that leading up to the nine 11, like that day, a lot of, Things were happening like the uh the stock market, apparently a lot of like I think I can't remember what insurance company it was, but like had, it had something to do with an insurance company where like they would have to pay out a shit ton of money for something so like they either sold or bought I don't know I, I I'm gonna have to look into it but like yeah like you were saying too family or not family but like people that are supposed to be places weren't there and just it almost looked too good to be true so
3: i believe they'd made a statement too that the that it, it possibly the pentagon couldn't account for like billions of dollars mm. and they just kind of threw that out there and then the next day we all forgot
0: yeah yeah <laughs> it's, it's just it's crazy how how some of that that, that happens too um but mo- moving on uh to a little bit more conspiracies surrounding 9-11 so um there were 24 um Members of Osama bin Laden's family that were hide, hidden protected and then evacuated out of the United States uh, three days after 9/11 had happened and they were escorted by the FBI. Now again, this is something where um, their his family had nothing to do. Now, I again I maybe they did, maybe they didn't, but they weren't the ones, you know, on television, you know, like saying all these things. So I can understand why like, you're not, to me, that would be wrong. Like if, if you, if you just think about it, like if someone in your family does something horrible and you had nothing to do with it, I mean, shit, like I would want protection. Like I, like, I'd be like, I, you know, like, I don't, I'm not trying to sympathize with with what happened and everything like that, but I can understand the reason why protecting them. However, I can also see this as being something like, okay, well, why'd you evacuate his family out of there? Couldn't you have questioned the, his family members? Couldn't you have held his family members like to the point where like, hey, come out of hiding. We have your family members. Like, I'm not saying like hold them hostage, but like, hey, if you I don't know. It, it's it's a weird situation, but like that's that's what happened. His his family members were protected and then escorted out of the United States to wherever he was. So it's it's well, maybe not to exactly where he was because they couldn't find him for a while. But it was a it was very weird circumstances with that one. Any thoughts on that?
3: Bush- yeah, weren't the bushes and the and the weren't they like old family pals? There was a photo I'm looking for it now. I can't. <laughs> I can't find it anywhere. I was a bit older when all this happened. I remember that day. I skipped school. Yep. So, um, yeah, like all the conspiracies they I mean, I guess it took a while for all that to start coming out, but when it did, it was like an avalanche. But they said, um, there I mean there when these guys were teenagers, like there were I can't find it anywhere. Of course it's disappeared now. I've got to start saving things. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it's um I have heard the 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 theory or the conspiracy that, like the Ben Laden family and the Bush family, like, you know, were friends. Um, I I think I've seen the picture of what you're talking about,
2: but I'm pretty sure it's Photoshop. I, I mean, I, I've I've heard a conspiracy as far as Osama bin Laden being an ex CIA agent that they kind of just brainwashed throughout <laughs> there i was great. Quit talking yeah. about it. I'm gonna
0: get to that soon. That's like my. That's like my big cherry on. the You know, the, we'll just the cut that out. Or we'll, we'll just cut that out. <laughs> but Sports. yeah, I, I yeah, I have heard the the one where yeah, Bush and Biden or not the Biden, Bin Laden family were, were friends. Um. The next one that I'm going to kind of move on to is, and this one is from listland.com, is that a dozen family members had to lobby Congress for an independent 9-11 commission to investigate. Now, again, this is coming straight from the website. Uh, They were concerned with plenty of things like how a plane hundred of miles off course could hit the Pentagon an hour after the World Trade Centers had been attacked or how so many terrorists had been living in the United States undetected for so long. But what uh, was more concerning was why was the Bush administration so reluctant to find answers to any of the obvious questions about what went wrong that day, why so little had it been fixed, and why virtually nobody has accepted any responsibility for the glaring failures? So again, that's from listline.com. Um, it's very interesting that they a bunch of family members had to lobby Congress for an independent Uh, investigation into 9-11 because i do remember hearing too that they spent less they spent more money on the bill clinton and monica Lewinsky scandal than they did for these attacks that day so it, it is it does raise some eyebrows as far as like why were they so why didn't they investigate it a little bit more in more detail and everything? And I think, Missy, you had brought that up when you came back, was that you had said something about dynamite being in the World Trade Center?
3: Um, yeah, the um, I think the original plans for it, or oh, I would have to uh, refresh my memory, but yeah, but that could be a part of like, Every structure like that that you build in a big city, you know, for demolition, it's easier, I guess. I, I don't know if it's a conspiracy that it was built like that or if all of them are built that way.
0: So, like, my only thing with that is, like, if you <laughs> if you pre-plant dynamite into – I, I, if I found that out, if, like, I worked at the very top of a building and they're like, oh, yeah, there's just dynamite at the bottom and Steve isn't responsible for the button, but don't worry about that. Like, I I would be – paranoid i wouldn't want to go into that building i've never heard that but that i I do know that i I, well okay i don't know but i don't think it would take too much to you know get a demolition team inside a building and you know it was a very tall building yes it would have taken a while but i feel like it would be safer not to have pre-planted dynamite in the building (laughs) that's just me um
3: yeah, it could it could just be like you know I could have gotten it from I heard this ages ago mm-hmm. and it was I think it was probably before I even started looking into conspiracies a lot I had a I had a before <laughs> before now so yeah. um who knows I'll check I'll look into it though because now I you know now I'm more curious <laughs>
0: yeah and that's the thing is that I, and I that's what's so intriguing and so interesting about this story and everything is that like the further you you dig into it, like the more like spider web and like, I don't know if you guys have seen, uh, it's always sunny in Philadelphia where Charlie has like that whiteboard or like that bulletin board. And there's a bunch of like lines going to places and he's like figuring stuff out. That's what this, this is almost like is like, it just seems like the further you get into it, the more things come up and that you're just like, wait, what? So, but yeah. Um, another, Another thing surrounding this story is that the um, World Trade World Trade Center building number seven. So this was a forty-seven-story tall building that had never been hit by any of the planes, but this one fell. Let's see here. It was only—I think it was a few hours after a few a few hours after the two buildings had collapsed. Um, building number seven had collapsed too. Now the weird strange thing about this too, again, is that it was never hit by any sort of plane. Um, it did catch fire. It was on fire. But then when there, there is video of you can see this building falling and it's falling exactly how a demolition would go. it From the bottom going up and it's just perfectly collapses almost like the, the other two buildings. So that one, I know I've heard quite a bit about, I know a lot of family members who, I I mean, I don't know them personally, but I know like just watching documentaries on this with family members who had, uh, family friends in those, in that building They're they just want to know why, like, how, how could that have happened? Like, and again, that building was made out of steel just like the world trade center and it was just a fire now there's no building in history besides that one that had fallen like that based on a fire so there's a, again i i i don't know i don't know how much they actually investigated even into that building too i do know though that there was oh there was there was a lot of important business i can't remember what they were but there was a lot of important businesses within that building that if it went down like it would would just be havoc so and it did so it's 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 really weird it's really weird on that one not sure why the last thing that i'm going to be bringing up is the uh (laughs) is a conspiracy theorist now this guy is um his name is william cooper but people called him bill He has an excerpt from a broadcast on June 28th, 2001. Again, this is from Listland.com, which states, this is his words, The largest intelligence apparatus in the world with the hugest budget in history of the world has been looking for Osama bin Laden for years and years and years and can't find him. Either everyone in the intelligent community are biffling." idiot idiots and incompetent fools, or they're lying to us. They're I think not that's looking. Supposed
2: to be baffling.
0: I it, I think it is, but it's spelled weird. It's B L I T H E R I N G. Blitherine. I've never heard that. Blitherine idiots. Yeah, um, they're not looking for them at all. And the second is the truth. You see, the CIA created Osama bin Laden. They recruited him. They trained him. What's ever going to happen, they're going to they're blame Osama bin Laden. Don't let – or don't you believe it. Um, and then the, the craziest thing about this is that on November 5th, 2001, this is a month, September, August, September, October, two months, about two months later, William Cooper was shot in the head. So a huge conspiracy theorist uh, preaching about how the CIA had created Osama bin Laden and talking all this stuff about how this is a big conspiracy is found dead. And something that I find very interesting is big ticket things like this, when people are speaking the complete opposite of what everyone else, I guess, wants you to believe, I feel like a lot of people are found dead. I, I've, this is not like the first person I, I wish I had a, another example of this, but, um, yeah, I just, I find that very interesting. And, to, and I, I didn't get to look into the actual reasons why or how he was shot in the head. Again, like, I don't know what, the, what all happened, but it's just very weird. That conspiracy theorist was talking all this stuff and then he was found dead a month later or two months later. So that's a little bit about the uh, 9/11 conspiracy and cover-ups again. Like if you if you do look into this, you're probably gonna go down a rabbit hole. I uh, see Leo just dropped a uh, YouTube video about 9/11 in our chat too. So if you if you are interested into it, just go on to YouTube and you can look at this stuff too. There are like almost like what Missy was saying too when there when you're looking at some of the footage, it almost looks like there's explosions coming out from the sides of the building floors below. It's really interesting. It's really it's really uh weird to look at and everything. Again, I'm no like a demolition expert. I'm not I've never seen, you know, I don't study how buildings fall, so maybe that's normal. I don't know. Um but yeah, if you want to learn more about it, just kind of do some digging yourself. Uh do you guys have any questions though? What do you guys think about that?
3: I have like a really cool story around 9/11 okay. if you guys want to hear it. Yeah. It's short. Okay. So my mom and I were looking at this 9-11 tribute book, and my son was about three and a half, four. And he was sitting there, and he hadn't been exposed to, like, anything other than, like, cartoons prior. And he got these. Like, his face gets red, and he gets these big tears. It makes me emotional to talk about this. He gets these huge tears just pouring on his face, and he's sobbing. And he's like, our feet were so hot. Our feet were so hot. So we just jumped out to the sky. And we were like, what? My mom and I looked at each other. And you know he he sobbed till he fell asleep like in my lap, and I never asked him another question about it. But we hadn't even gotten to the part of the book where the people were jumping; like it was just like those initial first pages. And it was like I get chill bumps talking about it now. He hasn't mentioned it again, but prior to that, he would have these night terrors. Um, it was some strange stuff.
0: That is so. We know. Okay. So do you believe? Do you believe in reincarnation?
3: Um, I, I mean, I was, you know. Not one way or another prior to that, but obviously after that, that's kind of what sent me down all these rabbit holes, that incident. Mm -hmm. Um, And now, like, it seems like there's good evidence to suggest that it is, in fact, a thing.
0: I had brought this up. uh, Leo, were you a part of that? Or even Ro? were you a part of that when I had brought up reincarnation or when we were talking about that? I think so. Yeah, Tristan doesn't believe in it. I had, we, I said, like, hey, that might be yes. a thing. And he's like, nope, nope, it's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: For us, it's a thing because in Hinduism, you have, uh, you know, seven lives. So reincarnation is a thing.
0: So, yeah, that's, that's, the, uh, that's the take on 9-11. Um, and then, Leo, what did, what did you cover?
2: So I talked about the, well, I'm going to talk about the Philadelphia, experiment uh to some reports it was an attempt at time travel for others it was an attempt at inv- uh, basically making the ship invent in- invisible and some people say this never happened this is just a bunch of crazy talk others saw what they saw so we're going to definitely get into that so it starts in 1943 where a ship was strapped up with all types of technology to basically bend the light around it to turn it invisible in some cases or to enable it to be able, well, unintentionally enable it to time time travel. So the ship was called the USS Eldridge, which was like a regular kind of transport ship with, I suppose, weapons on it. And during this time, and of course Philadelphia Harbor, they were conducting all kinds of experiments. So they were using, I believe it was... Refraction—that's what it was. They were using like uh, elements of refraction to make their ship invisible to help fight with the wars. So witnesses in the area had claimed to see like a eerie kind of greenish-blue glow around the ship, and it disappeared for a moment, popped up in Virginia of all places, disappeared again, and then was back in Philadelphia. Now the <laughs> the horrendous part about it is there were reports of like people actually being on the ship. And when they got back, their bodies were like mended into the ship or like melted onto it, almost like a real bad experiment. And it was just like, people were told to be hush-hush about it. It was ruled off as like a experiment really gone wrong and they just never talked about it. They never tried to do anything like that again afterwards. And this kind of ties in with the conspiracy of you know, Operation Paperclip where they got a bunch of, you know, they recruited a bunch of the German scientists from the war to enable and help with other experiments. And so apparently the Germans were experimenting with time travel so they kind of also used that in the Philadelphia experiment where they strapped the boat with a bunch of equipment and made the attempts to, you know, travel either through space or turn the ship invisible and of course it didn't go very right, so. He, here, Here's my question is that, was
0: the person flipping the switch to go from like one point to another on that ship,
2: or was this something like remotely done? I'd imagine it was someone on the ship that was just like, all right, you know, 321, hit the switch, boom. And apparently the reports was that like the people that were murdered, like so some people went insane. I guess they might have saw something or just that <laughs> that level of of an event isn't isn't one for the human psyche to take lightly. Some people had got mysterious illnesses and those that were still fused into the ship, they didn't die outright. They were like still alive, but just kind of like sealed to the metal. So almost like if you turn intangible, put your hand through a wall, and then you turn in, you know, turn tangible, your arm is stuck. Cause I was just gonna ask that. Was like, was
0: everyone kind of like glued to the ship, or was it just like a, a
2: few? So it was the people on the surface, like on the top level of the ship that was open that were like sealed into the ship. And then the people below deck that were, I guess, encased in the metal, they were a little more safer, but still either went insane or came down with some illness or whatever the case was. Okay,
0: because I was going to say, like, how was, if everyone got mended to the metal, like, how would... How would, <laughs> How would there be, be like, witnesses? <laughs> right? Yeah, and be like, all right, flip the switch back. That didn't work right,
2: and, you know? <laughs> just, yeah. That's really, yeah. yeah, okay. But, yeah, it's like at the moment, it was like, oh, it was a success. The ship disappeared. But mm-hmm. there were reports that it popped up in, in Virginia. I think it was Virginia. And then it just disappeared again and popped back up. And that's, of course, when they noticed, like, oh, man, this, this went horribly wrong. Like, people are stuck to the ship and... <laughs> Yeah, they even made like a whole movie about it. Well, what? It's yeah, it's not like a real life movie. It was like a sci-fi oh. thriller thing based <laughs> off that story, but it, it's still pretty interesting considering they do put a lot of the truth in the media, you know, cough. cough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I don't know.
0: That's I've I honestly like I didn't I never I never knew about that one. And you know, like it it makes you kind of wonder too, because like some people would be like, oh, you know, like they would never do that to, like, their own, you know, like, their own sailors and, like, their own people. But when they were doing, like, nuclear explosions, I think this was in Britain, they uh, they made soldiers stand out on the deck of the ship when one of the nuclear bombs was going off. And, like, people had, like, horrible burns and people said, like, they closed their eyes but they could still, like, see through their eyelids and, like, see their body. It was... Yeah, it's the craziest thing. I I should try to find that. uh, It was a YouTube video. And I mean, like most of them survived and everything like that. But like a lot of them had, you know, radiation poisoning and, you know, like they died pretty young, but yeah, it was, it was a pretty, pretty bad experience. And even in the United States, you see that happen too, where they set off nuclear bombs and then they had soldiers walk towards it. It's just like, it's crazy how some of that stuff will happen. And you were saying like people were getting mended to the metal and everything like that would just be, ugh. I can't imagine if you, I mean, if it's true
2: that, that would, Oh, no way. No way. What's even more interesting though, is the way this whole story started. So apparently there's this guy who uh, named Carl M Allen went by the pseudonym Carlos Miguel. Alendi, has sent a series of letters to some reports say Morse K. Jessup, who is the author of a book called The Case for the UFO, in which he argues that UFOs you know, deserve more merit and studies because of the coincidences and everything behind it. And other reports say that he it was sent to the U.S. Office of Naval Research. The thing that makes it so interesting is in the book, there's like handwritten notes and stuff in like three different styles, almost implying like there was multiple people writing in that book, kind of like going back and forth and like an argument kind of thing, talking about what was in that book and also talking about the unified field theory which is a theory dealing with Albert Einstein's like general theory of relativity with electromagnetism which is supposedly how they were able to refract the light to make it quote-unquote invisible which incidentally caused it to teleport and the author Alendi, or the person that sent it Alendi had claimed to have been taught by Einstein himself proving you know stating that he could prove the unified theory and everything like that and he was saying that he like saw he was there and witnessed the ship disappear and was also one of the people that reported the the mysterious glow, and reports came out where they like they supposedly claimed that that mysterious glow that people had reported seeing in the area was either like an electric storm or like some kind of quote unquote natural phenomenon that happens in that area, but I haven't seen anything else that says like oh that's happened before. You know, with other ships, like this is the first time that I've heard about this, but I could, of course, be mistaken. There could be other reports of a similar ghostly glow around ships or in that area.
0: I mean, I haven't heard anything
2: about glows around ships or anything like that. Right. The only thing I can think of is the Northern Lights. But mm. it's like if that's centered around the ship itself, I I don't I don't know how that could be.
0: Yeah, no, I, I I, wouldn't think it would be Northern Lights, because, I mean, that would be in the sky, not, like, around a
2: ship. And, and this was in Philadelphia? Yeah, off of the port. Uh, let see which one. Yeah, the Philadelphia Naval Yard is where it was specifically located. Now, I've never been to Philadelphia, but I do know, like, because living
0: up north in Minnesota, um, the Northern Lights were really hard to see. Like, on a good night, you could kinda make them out, but I I can't imagine in Philadelphia it would be any better.
2: Yeah. It's interesting because How Stuff Works even has an article suggesting that the green glow is either an electric storm or what's called Saint Elmo's fire, which mm, mm-hmm. is like a weather phenomenon in which plasma is created in a strong electric field, giving off that bright glow almost like fire, which kinda ties into the potential equipment they would have had on it, dealing with, like, electromagnetism and, you know, light refraction and stuff. Oh, Ro, I'm
0: looking at that picture that you just sent in the (laughs) chat. We've got a lot of good photos that we got to put in social media. Is Where did you find that, Ro?
1: I was going through pictures related to Philadelphia experiment, and I came across this.
0: Ah, so... (laughs) Ah, it the The picture that we're looking at just has people morphed into what looks like the top of a ship, and like they're all crispy and everything it looks it looks really weird <laughs> well they do i mean they if I had to describe like a a texture to them, they would look crispy i mean they still look like people, but they just look crispy. I don't know <laughs> maybe I shouldn't say that they they
2: look burnt i I don't know if that's any better, but yeah but one of the big i guess debates or like debunking theories about it is the fact that you know like so we've explained the green glow that they reported and as far as they going from philadelphia to norfolk virginia mm-hmm. they say that there's like inland canals that the ship could have traveled to to get to the other side in, in a few hours so it's like maybe it was just exaggerated that it just popped up and then disappeared again
0: but wouldn't people have said something about that? Like, you think it, people would have sought on those
2: canals or whatever? Well, that's the thing. Like, there's no reliable witnesses to this event because, of course, you have you know Alan, who many would 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 uh, brush off as like a nutcase or just another conspiracy head. But I don't think there's any other like real reliable cases. Like, there's no uh, naval captains or. You know, like a police officer, someone that they would consider to be like, oh yeah, we could—that's a trusted source. Like, why would he make that up? That had came out and said, like, this is what happened on that day, and I was there, or you know, my cousin was on that ship, and he came back missing an arm, or something crazy. Well, this was this was an actual ship too, right? It was, uh, and the thing about the whole like invisibility aspect of it—it's like. So they used a method called degaussing, which is a process in which a system of, like, electrical cables are installed around the ship's circumference in a hole to almost throw off, like, other ships' radars and stuff. So it doesn't – it isn't detectable. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it was invisible in the sense of, like, to technology, but it wasn't invisible to, like, the human eye, so to speak. Because okay. I was going to say,
0: like, it couldn't you have just, like, looked at the log to see who was on that ship – around that time frame, and like just kind of ask them, like had that been done? Like had they
2: done like questioning of sailors who had been on that ship? So from what I found, they, cause the experiment was also called project rainbow. Mm-hmm. So they've searched the archives. Nothing has came up with project rainbow dealing with teleportation or making the ship disappear. Uh, even more so the ship itself didn't come into commission until like a little later. So the timeline is off and many other independent researchers haven't located any official documents that support or even hint towards the possibility of invincibility or teleportation in that time frame or even dealing with ships in general got it okay so it's definitely one of those like uh, conspiracy stories that kind of blow up i mean it could hold some merit to it you know this could be just another cover-up we can't really tell i mean it was back in the 1940s a lot of shit went down in the 1940s but
3: I'm aware of a uh, super reliable source, uh, a YouTube comment where this girl was talking about her grandmother and her mom were sitting around their kitchen table during that time. And this hologram of a ship just appeared in the center of the table. Um, and, And that there were men like moving around on the ship, just out of nowhere, just materialized. And it had like a blue glow that said, like, there was no light source but it seemed to be like emanating from within the hologram. Uh so yeah, a YouTube comment but I just thought that was really cool.
2: That is interesting.
3: Uh,
0: I mean, yeah, I, like we're just getting now. Like I've seen oh where oh where was it? I think it was on like some technology uh website or something like that where we're just now getting to the point where like there's uh, it's, it looks like a glass tube but you, you. There's a certain camera that, like, if you're point, it's pointed at you. It'll in the glass tube. It'll make you look like you're actually there. I, I don't know how big these tubes are, but it it actually looks like the person is there. But like when you turn around to like the side of it or whatever, it, it it's gone. So to have someone say like in the 1940s just randomly a hologram of a ship. Now, did they say how big it was? Like of a hologram, was it like taking up the entire living room kitchen table, or is it just like a little tiny like bloop?
3: There's a ship, like a a little tiny. bloop. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's exactly what they said. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, uh, like model size, like you know, like miniature. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, just hovering above the kitchen table. I, I, I know it's just a YouTube comment, but I want to believe it.
2: I want to believe.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I do.
2: <laughs> now I'm thinking about it. I also recall seeing somewhere where allegedly. <laughs> Witnesses on the actual ship, when the experiment was taking place, they almost saw like a, like an electric cloud almost surround them, and it was like at that. I think this was from the movie. I could be wrong, but it was like at that moment they realized, okay, okay, something's you know going wrong, and even some cases they went like, when they went back, they traveled back in time like by ten minutes, so it was almost like they traveled to Virginia came back and was apparently like ten minutes behind or something crazy like that. But I just think it's interesting that they were able to fabricate what people saw while on the ship. So it was almost like a imagine like a dark cloud with electricity flowing through it, just kind of surrounding the ship. and then, poof, it's gone, but on <laughs> the inside and not the outside for some reason,
0: weird,
2: yeah, it's definitely one of those interesting stories, and just like, oh, yeah, it's cool for a movie, a book, a game. but Real life? I don't know. I'm going to have to try to
0: find that sci-fi movie.
2: Yeah, I think it's literally just called The Philadelphia Experiment.
0: Oh, okay. Then that's not going to be hard to find. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it was on the sci-fi
2: channel? Well, it was like a sci-fi movie. I just, I don't know where they would, like, I guess show it. So I think it's like an older movie. Because I love, like, B-horror
0: sci-fi type movies. Because if, if if that's it, I'm going to eat that up. It's going to be great, I'm sure. <laughs>
2: Yeah, but again, it's like interesting to think about too because, you know, you think about the, the German scientists and stuff that were like experimenting with time travel with like Daigalock Di- uh, and other means of, of Wonder Waffs or, you know, super weapons during times of war. And it's like, then you got this incident where they were supposedly creating either a ship of invisibility or even time travel, which, I mean, consider how much we... Don't really know about the way time and space works. yeah, no, we're not getting We're like not that. getting into that <laughs> again. We are not talking about
0: time and space. Nope.
3: <laughs> uh, I would think it would be more like an experiment for for time travel because we know I mean, as far as cloaking, all you have to do is create this optical illusion where some sort of reflective device bends the light around an object, that's, that's been known. So that, you know, for all this conspiracy stuff to come up around it, it has to be more than just like cloaking.
0: It, it, it could be, it very well could be. But you, yeah. you're you talking, you're talking to like, it's so easy. Like, oh, they just got to, you know, bend the light and everything and it'll be so I easy. mean, it is,
3: it is that easy. It is. I, that was one of my science projects. Well, <laughs> you can't,
0: you can't do that. Can you?
3: Yes, you can. No. Okay. So, Alex, yes you can.
0: Oh, no, you can't. There's
3: no if you set sa- if you Okay. I'm sitting right beside my ribbon <laughs> where I went second place. Not really, my mom has that, I hope. But um okay, so when this is over, I'm gonna send you a video that perfectly explains it. You can do that.
0: You can turn things invisible?
3: You can't, nope. I'm talking about cloaking. Oh it's cloaking. An, it's an optical illusion. Yeah. Oh, okay. You can bend the if so instead of the light traveling through something or you, so you get a reflective device like a mirror, Mm -hmm. and you create the situation where the light bends around an object and it makes it appear as if the object is not there. Well,
0: that's a mirror. You're just hiding behind the mirror.
3: Uh, You're bending the light around (laughs) around the object. Let's
0: just leave it at that. You're invisible. Okay. I'm interested to see this because this is the first I'm hearing of it.
3: I'm like madly typing in my phone, trying to find the video. Give <laughs> <laughs> me that thing where you. <laughs> well, um,
2: what else do you have, Leo? Think that's it for that. It's just a bunch of people are either insane or merged into a ship, like a complete nightmare.
0: <laughs> it's it's one of the two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Who knows? You know, maybe they really did discover invisibility and time travel, and just was like, okay step one. You know, a few casualties, but, uh-huh. you know, we'll, we'll go about it because of course the ship was real. We know that much. We know like they were doing stuff in the in the area, but I don't think it was to this extent. They also have, you know, a, a means to to turn quote unquote invisible to at least other ships, but just yeah. not to the, you know, the human eye. So as we know of at the time and if I recall correctly, I think the ship was broken down in like 1960. So like 20 years later, it was just scrapped for parts. So, you know, the ship did exist. They're still parts of it out there in the world, but we don't know what it actually went through. Hmm. I'm
0: going to have to look into this. I'm really interested now. Now, you, now you've piqued my interest. I'm going to do some digging into this. Ro, what did you cover?
1: Well, um... Huh. I have two or three things, but I, I think I'll just pick up two of those. Okay. Um... The first is a very quirky one that I just found when I was researching. Um, Did you know chapstick companies put something in the chapstick that makes your lips more dry?
2: No. Yes. No. No. Don't Same with water companies. They put salt (laughs) in the water to make it so you can drink more of it. Okay, now, this is just bizarre. No,
0: I the, the topic was real conspiracies, real cover-ups. I'm not going to believe in some chapstick bottled
2: water conspiracy. Yeah, no. they allegedly put, like, fish scales in chapstick and make it so that you buy more of it. Fish scales?
1: Yeah, there are some things that could, you know, potentially make your lips more dry and you end up using it more and more often. and Like alcohol. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Missy, mm-hmm. e. you know. <laughs> I know what's up, girl. Okay.
0: Look up the yeah.
2: ingredients of Dasani, and one of them is salt. Well, no, like, no, okay. no, no, no.
0: Like, I'm sure that I'm. Yeah. I'm sure they mean like, it's like French saute, You know, it's like it's. No. It's oh, a it mineral. It's <laughs> an electrolyte.
3: Yeah, it's in Gatorade too.
0: No, 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 no. That's not, that's there's no way. I don't believe because, like, it's I've a great used business t- model. Yeah, hey, no, because if no.
3: Alex, Alex, you're like, okay. Alex is like, aliens are real, but also, Alex, there is no Alien. way there's salt in. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I just find um, that that's almost like the uh, what is it? The uh, the mouthwash, like, mouthwash is just like a, another, I don't know way for like toothpaste companies to get more money or whatever, just because it's
2: like, it does nothing for you. I don't believe that. It's just like potato chips or like Doritos. They have that, that powder stuff on there. It doesn't have any, any purpose to it besides an appeal.
0: That's flavoring. Wow.
1: <laughs> no, it is not. It makes me want no. to eat more.
2: <laughs> no. They, they just have that there so that you can lick your fingers and want more of it. They do the same for Cheetos gosh. and other chips with stuff on your fingers.
1: To gross you out even further, Alex. Um, so there is one um, ingredient called as isopropyl uh, myristate, state. And it is used to hydrate your lips, of course. But did you know it is also used against head lice? (laughs) What?
2: Yeah, it kills
1: them. It kills them by dissolving their, you know, waxy exoskeleton. And then it helps, it it dehydrates them. But thankfully, (laughs) we are made of
0: stuff <laughs> so you're you're telling me ro that i can just get a tube of ta- chapstick rub it over my head when i have lice and i'm good to go it's how one often do you get lice yeah i get <laughs> lice like every other week it's horrible i'm a very itchy guy <laughs> are
3: you an elementary school teacher no, no. <laughs> I-, I was about to ask that how do you get head lice
0: no i i'm kidding i've never had it thankfully <laughs>
3: But that I just find that lucky. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, you've had it before?
3: Yeah, my kid gave oh. it to me like it I mean, one kid in the school will get it, right? Yes. And they have to send home a note. Yep. Um and I, I mean, I was horrified. You have to treat everything in your house. We're going off topic. I'm going to hush.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 go for it. Go for it. <laughs> well,
3: yeah, it was horrible. And like, I, well, see, I don't know if I really had it or if it was just like psychosomatic, mm. all of a sudden when I knew he had it, I just started itching like crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I treated, you know, I treated my hair anyway, but um, yeah, it's, it's horrible, horrible.
0: Where, do, where does lace even come from? Like, how does how does it start? When a mommy lice and a daddy (laughs) lice know each other very (laughs) much. That's not what I meant. Is it like? Is it a bug crawling around outside, just like doing its thing, and then jumps on somebody? Because it's got to be right, or
3: yeah, it's highly contagious. But I, I think it starts. I, I I don't know. I'm not going to repeat that. I I always. It was my assumption that there's an unsanitary environment um, this that a kid's exposed to, and that kid brings it to school, but that. That might not be true. Um, that may be bed bugs. I don't know if they're the same thing. Not my, not my area of expertise. So, yeah, Alex, <laughs> there's that.
1: Mm, that makes me angry. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that, that was just the quirky one. But, yeah, I have two other ones. So the first one is Project Sunshine. I'm not sure if everyone's aware of it. I didn't, and I found it quite interesting. Sounds so familiar. The, it does, doesn't it? <laughs> the U.S. government, with the assistance of several other countries um, around the world, secretly stole body parts from infants. And it was from university samples, stillbirths, etc., So in 1994, uh, a committee on human radiation experiment was formed by President Bill Clinton to find out uh, the different government secrets so that they would not remain hidden again. So this is a conspiracy which is now blown open, obviously. So this was a series of research study to understand the impact of radioactive fallout. And it was termed as Project Sunshine because the scientists believed that the radioactive fallout was everywhere, just like sunshine.
2: I did not expect that. I thought you were going to talk about the sun is fake or something.
0: (laughs) 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 The sun's not real.
1: (laughs) Let's leave something to the flat earth, shall we? So, (laughs) moving on. So, um, yeah, so they wanted to examine the long-term effects of uh, nuclear radiation. um, And the way, honestly, the way it was put across was definitely weird and, in my opinion, very creepy. So, in uh, 1955, um, U.S. Atomic Energy Commission Commissioner That's a tongue twister for you. Alex, you (laughs) nope. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm not even doing it. (laughs) Don't make me (laughs) So Dr. Willard Libby said there was insufficient data regarding the effects of you know fallout due to a lack of human samples. Especially samples taken from children to analyze. And Dr. Libby was quoted saying. I don't know how to get them, but I do say that it is a matter of prime importance to get them, and particularly in the young age group. So, human samples are often of prime importance, and if anybody knows how to do a good job of body snatching, they will really <laughs> be serving their country. <laughs> So, Uh. this actually led to over 1,500 samples being gathered, of which only 500 were analyzed. And uh, many of the 1,500 sample cadavers were of babies and young children, and were taken from countries from Australia to Europe, and often without their parents' consent or knowledge. Can you believe that?
2: Yes, actually, I can. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, of course you can, Leo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Listen, as oh, many yeah, people Leo. go missing and as many of these <laughs> old folks look young and are alive still, they got to mm-hmm. be getting their youth somehow. That's true. Yeah.
1: That's true. I mean, according to uh, one of the investigation that was launched after a British newspaper reported that British scientists had obtained children's bodies from various hospitals and shipped their body parts to the United States. A British mother had said that her stillborn baby's legs were removed by British doctors and to prevent her from finding out what had happened, she was not allowed to dress the baby for the funeral. I mean, how messed up is that?
0: That's crazy.
1: Did you have anything to add to Project Sunshine?
0: Well, not Project Sunshine, but I do have something about lice that I just found.
3: Awesome! So glad this is coming up again. And
0: this is this is something that's crazy. So, um so head lice, it all right, it cannot survive without a human host. So they they can't live on dogs, cats, guinea pigs, blah, blah blah. They need a human host, and they don't have wings, so they can't fly. So these things have been around since the dawn of time, apparently. And they've just been hopping from one person to another person because it says here on findanyanswer.com, which is a very reliable source. I have not heard of this place before, but it says that <laughs> they have found um, lice eggs on hair and scalps of Egyptian mummies. So there's that.
3: That's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: had nothing to do with Project Sun <laughs>
3: Those are some globe-trotting critters. Yeah, yeah.
1: And considering how hygienic humans were, I can imagine the amount of lice people had oh, back, back in at that in the time. Day.
0: And not to have like, I, yeah, I would have been bald. <laughs> 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 just would have been easier. <laughs> yes.
3: Or, or you can just not yeah. wash your hair because they like um, clean hair. Uh, it, like if oh, your hair's yeah. oily, it they'll slide off, or their eggs won't stay. Mm. So that's a strategy.
0: <laughs> but I mean, if they were if they were uh, living in like the desert area, you, you, I feel like oh, I don't know. Are are people more oily in the desert?
3: That's a very weird uh, question. <laughs> we'll find. We'll get you an answer. there. <laughs> Somebody get on that. Yes,
0: if you if you if you live in the <laughs> desert, are you oily? Please answer in the comment section below. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, Ro. Or don't. (laughs) (laughs) What else did you have, Ro?
1: All right, the second one was the 1962 Alcatraz uh, prison escape. Um, So um, we all know um, Alcatraz has had a reputation for being impossible to escape from since its creation in the 1910s. It's a different story altogether. I think Um, swimmers now um, swim in that sea to prepare for uh, their triathlons or something like that. Sorry, I may not have co- the correct word. Um, but back in the day, because of its high walls and armed guards, as well as its location, it was impossible to escape. Um, so, but, however, on June 11, 1962, um, inmates, Clarence Anglin, John Anglin, Alan West, and Frank Morris, Uh, made the attempt to escape the prison island. Um, Morris was supposed to be the leader of the group because um, he was considered among the top 2% of the prison population in intelligence, according to the IQ testing at the time.
0: Hmm. okay.
1: From there, all the theories began, uh, whether they are alive, whether they are dead, or whether they, you know, uh, did escape the prison. Island, or did they drown, etc. So, a lot of theories. um, There's there's one of the theories that I found that they did in fact make it off the island, but not every not not like how everyone typically thinks that they did. Um, So, this theory states that they hitched a ride on the last outbound ferry that left the island that night, not on board, you know, but rather being like towed behind it. So apparently the Anglin brothers grew up body surfing the lakes and rivers by their hometown, being pulled by motorboats, etc. So they had an experience with it. And also it is said that an electrical extension cord was reported missing.
0: Oh, okay. Uh,
1: In... 1965, so this happened in 1962, right? So in 1965, the FBI also investigated a rumor that Clarence Anglin was living in Brazil. Um, The agents were dispatched to South America but found no direct evidence that he was there. And I, I think this is quite funny, the other one. I mean, in 1967, a man called the FBI and he claimed to be Morris's classmate and to have known him for the last 30 years. He said that he bumped into him in Maryland and described him as having a small beard and mustache. And he refused to give further details, you know, like that's that have fun. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> this is all I have for you guys. You are the FBI. Figure it out.
0: I, I do. <laughs> I mean, <who> does that? <laughs> I do know that the MythBusters did a, um, did an episode about the, the escape from Alcatraz and how they, I think they they built a raft out of like the prison material that they had back in the day. Um, Correct. I don't know how far they got. I don't know if they made it all the way. I don't think they did. But
1: they said no. They said it's possible. The MythBusters episode Mm -hmm. said that they it it, they came to a conclusion that it was possible for the inmates to escape with the raft constructed with the same materials. Okay.
0: Okay. I had never heard the, like, the electrical cord behind the boat you know, on the ferry thing. That's, that's mm-hmm. pretty interesting. To me, that would almost make more sense that way because then they wouldn't have to do as much work. Um, they just kind of right. have to sit there and just get pulled along. So,
1: so uh, the FBI closed its file on December 31st, 1979 after a 17-year investigation. So their official finding was that the prisoners most likely drowned in the cold waters of the bay while attempting to reach the Angel Island. And they cited that the remnants found of the raft as well as the personal effects of the men as evidence that the raft broke up and sank at some point and the three convicts succumbed to hypothermia with their bodies swept out to sea by the rapid currents of the San Francisco Bay. So what the FBI did is they handed over their evidence to the U.S. Marshal Service, whose investigation remains open till date. And Deputy U.S. Marshal Mike Dyke has, you know, has been quoted saying there is an active warrant and the Marshal Service don't give up looking for people. And in two thousand nine, Dyke said that he was still receiving leads on a regular basis. This warrant by the US Marshals will expire in twenty thirty. When all of the missing men would at least be one hundred years old.
0: Oh wow. So by then it's just like, all right, they're they're if they were alive, they're dead now.
2: I mean they earned their freedom at this point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. You think that like by now with how much cameras and things that we have that I I I get it they probably look completely different than what they look like now but I always feel like people that do escape eventually do get caught again I just feel like that's a trend
1: It may be but then sometimes luck plays a huge factor
0: That's true. That's true. And like you had even said, like supposedly one of them was down in Brazil, you know, maybe they, maybe they knew that if they were in the city, they were going to get caught. So they just kind of decided to lay really low for the rest of their life. Who knows?
1: I don't know if you guys have uh, read this book called Papillon. Mm -mm. So it's, it's, um, you know, I think it's, French, if I'm not wrong. I'll have to go back and check. It's been a while since I read that book. Uh, so it's, it, uh, yeah, it is about a French convict, and he, his nickname is Papillon, which means butterfly, and he was imprisoned, framed, of, framed for murder, and he was imprisoned in, uh, on an island called as Devil's Island. And if you read that book, it, it, is, it is a real-life story, and it actually documents his escape From Devil's Island and how they swam and you know just survived on coconut water. It it talks about the state the prison was in. Um, so one incident that I remember. I know I'm going off topic. I'm sorry. (laughs) No, no,
0: no. I'm interested. (laughs) I'm interested to hear this. I love it.
1: So there's one incident narrated in that book uh, which speaks about uh, you know there was there was very heavy rainfall or there was flooding due to which uh, water came into their jail cells. Sorry, jail cells.
0: Alex. (laughs) No, you're good. Yeah, no, that was perfect.
1: (laughs) Jail cells. And, you know, these inmates had to climb on the bars of their cells to save themselves from, you know, the water coming in because the water level was rising. And along with them, there were these huge centipedes Snakes that were trying to save themselves as well. So, human and animals had to be together at that point of time to save themselves. And and the way it has been, you know, described in the book, you can actually feel that. (laughs) (laughs) First of all, centipedes. uh, I hate them. (laughs) Oh, same. (laughs) And uh, and I'm pretty sure in in places like that it must be too healthy. <laughs> mm,
2: <laughs>
1: I don't uh-huh. want to see huge centipedes next to me when I'm trying to save my life. <laughs> <laughs> it basically documents his journey through lepers' colony, and that that in those I don't know in those days lepers basically were left by themselves. So. Uh, he it talks about how he's seen um you know finger falling off from a leper while they were talking about escaping further, so yeah <clears throat> if if you guys have a chance to read the book, you should I think there's a movie made as well. I haven't watched the movie because I am one of those nerds who <laughs> think that mm, <laughs> movies never do justice to books, so no you're
0: me. yeah no, you're right ro it, it that's typically how it is. Movies that are made from books or whatever—it's just—it's not the same. Now there there are some good ones, but that's definitely a—I think one that you're probably just going to have to read to appreciate a little bit more. Because even like the the book Jurassic Park, the book is completely different than the actual movie, but the movie is still good. So
1: yes, I, I feel the same for Lord of the Rings. The book can make you go to sleep at certain points in <laughs> the But the movie's better.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well awesome wrote A lot of those ones that you brought up, I was not the only one I was aware of was the the Alcatraz one. I was not aware of chapstick making your lips more dry. <laughs> I gave
1: you sleepless
0: nights now. <laughs> I can't even
2: trust my own products. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, I think I've heard the same thing about shampoo now that I'm thinking about it. Yes. Shampoo and conditioner just do the opposite of what they're supposed to do.
1: That's true. Yes. Uh,
0: No, they're not lying to us. They would would not do that.
3: Right. For profit, never.
2: (laughs) (laughs) They're not lying. They're just withholding the truth. (laughs) Yeah, that's completely... Omissions are betrayals.
3: (laughs)
0: And Missy, what did you cover?
3: um okay, so it's gonna get dark oh. <laughs> um i'm just gonna I'm not gonna speculate I'm just gonna spill it okay because okay. I think we're coming up on time anyway. All right, so have you guys heard of the concept of a kill switch or no, not a, a dead man switch that's what it is. if someone has information that's could get a lot of people in trouble, and they end up dead, then they've, they've set something up where someone has something, some kind of information that they will then put out to the world, and that's, that's a dead man switch. No, nothing. Nobody knows Yeah, about I've, that. I've
2: heard about that.
0: It's, it's almost like the, in the movie uh, Watchmen at the very end, where it doesn't even matter that one of the super, I think his name is Warshak or whatever, where he he does die but he still gets the information out in his diary. I think I know what you mean.
3: Yeah. um, It's just, it's almost like an insurance policy, like to stay alive. So then if you end up dead or suicided, um, some, you know, information gets leaked. Okay. Anthony Bourdain, right? Well, let me, let me back up. All right. You know, the, the big conspiracy, and I'm not queuing on. I, I love to observe it, but I'm not queuing on. But you know the big PizzaGate conspiracy stuff, how all that started. Uh-huh. Okay, there's another conspiracy theory that all of that, the the child stuff, and it's just another cover for cannibalism. And when Anthony Bourdain died, this book just like magically appeared on. It was some good reads. I think that was like the only place that had it available. It was strange. It It's more widely available now, but not many people know about it, nor do they speak about it. But it it names all of these. Uh, the Clintons, Harvey Weinstein. Um, what's his name? Oh, I can't think. Anthony Bourdain, the chef, right? Um, The Church of Scientology, Dr. Oz, Will Smith, Tom Cruise. OK, here's what here's what it says. There is a lair underneath the Church of Scientology and all these people are cannibals. And Anthony Bourdain would go and he would, when he was doing his Parts Unknown or or something, you know, he had that show where he would travel to these obscure places in the world and try the food there. That was a cover for stealing children. (laughs) And he would take these children back and like make them all these promises about how they were going to have a better life. He would fatten them up and then they would kill them and they would cook them. And... That that's really all I have. The book is called uh, The Cannibal. No, it's called Cannibal Club, specializing in the preparation of human meat, and it's by someone who used a pen name Jacob Pal- Palates. I'm not sure if I'm saying that right. I'm probably butchering it, but it goes into insane detail about how Harvey Weinstein or Weinstein he approached Bourdain as when he was working as a chef at some restaurant. And he was like, we have, um, we have a need for someone who can serve us in a particular way. And so meet me, and they met, and he told him what he wanted him to do. And he was like, all right, I'll do it. And it says he didn't kill himself where they say he did, that it was actually in the Church of Scientology. There was this one weekend where everything came to a head. The book is fascinating. Now, the publisher of the book is no longer listed as who originally published it it was this woman who is known for getting books out that are kind of hard to put out there legally without any ramifications she was like a star at that but now it's saying the publishers lulu.com i don't know but they used all of those names they didn't they didn't hide any names at all it was yeah so what so he actually actually cooked human meat that's what, yeah, that's what they say. And you know, oh, like Army Hammer, that celebrity, there was yeah. just this thing. I, I don't know if his, yeah, his, one of his girlfriends said that she'd shared some messages between them and he was like, I'm a thousand percent a cannibal or a hunt. Maybe he might have said a hundred and I added a couple of years. <laughs> yeah. Ew. And, um, yeah, that's what, I mean, that's what she says. I don't think it's been confirmed whether or not they actually came from his account, but there was also a website that was up. And it was, I can't even think of the name of the restaurant, but it, it talked about, they prepared human meat and they always had their dinners at like different places because, you know, people thought it was taboo mm-hmm. to eat human meat. I can't imagine yeah, where we got yeah, that idea. Yeah, would that be?
2: Oh. <laughs> you no, know, it's just a delicacy.
3: <laughs> yeah, that, right. Leah? <laughs> I'm a vegan, so... <laughs> He can joke about this. It's fine. <laughs>
2: I'm in a safe zone. Well,
3: that, the site said that they had served guests like uh, Chelsea Clinton, Katy Perry. And there's an interview Katy Perry gave once where she was like, human meat is delicious. And I don't know if she was like high on drugs. I wouldn't doubt it. And let it slip or if she was kidding. Uh, didn't sound like she was kidding. But it just every once in a while, something like that will pop up. And it really makes you wonder. She better be kidding.
1: Yeah. That, oh,
3: I... Guys, I don't. I think. Oh. I why? I don't. Why? I don't have any. Why? Okay, here. Okay, and I ask myself that a lot, right? I, because I, ha, I have this like deep desire to understand things, even if it's not something I agree with. But I think when you get to a certain level, and nothing is off limits, nothing you what next you know you start breaking taboos
0: no i mean i would be completely fine if someone gave me a trillion dollars i would not change the way i'm gonna live it's not like i'd be like mm, i'm bored i'm gonna try human today
2: <laughs> no i think it's more like a, a psychological means of power it's like if i could do if i have all this money in the world i could do all these different things what else can i do what else can i get away with like right it's a mental thing Quite literally. Yeah, they
3: don't. They don't see the world the same way we do. You know, like their humanity. It's like it's um, like look at Hunter Biden.
2: That yeah. <laughs> uh-huh.
3: Yeah.
0: I just i I don't know why. I I mean, okay, I can kind of i i see where i see where you're coming from because, yes, it does seem like people who do have money, who are famous, who you know are just like, I do feel like they do, or they, aren't relatable. Because, you right. know, like they, they live in a completely different world, like going to, you know, the gas station, you know, like something like as simple as that could be an everyday problem where it's like, oh, shit, do I have enough money to fill up my car? Or it's like, that's not an issue for them. Like the everyday issues that 99% of the rest of us have to face, they don't have to. So I can I can kind of see the, like the, you know, what else can I do? Like I I don't have to worry about anything. Right. So.
3: And if that's all you've ever known, all you've ever known is privilege, you know? And what, like the four of us here, we would never have that much money because we would give it away, (laughs) right? We would give, you know? I mean, mean, I'm speaking for everyone, but (laughs) we're all
0: quiet.
3: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I'll say nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Speak for yourself. We would put it back
0: into the podcast. I think that's, I mean, like, I'd put some of the podcast (laughs) and then the rest would go to, to cats. Um what else would it go to? You know, like cats and podcasts. I think I, I think that's where my my share would go. Sounds like 80% of the internet. Yeah.
3: Oh, I love like cats. a cool cat or <laughs> no. like a, a some dude no. in a pimp No, state or- no,
0: not like that. Like like, <laughs> like- Names cats. <laughs> no. The musical? No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> like Oh god. Man. <laughs> you like cat- <laughs> like street. Cat- yeah, like cats like meow, like out, out on the street. What about-
3: what about the dogs? Dogs
0: too. Like I guess every animal. I I don't know.
3: Yeah, I, my heart bleeds for animal cruelty. Also, yeah, yeah. that's. I'll awful. tell you
2: what it is. It's it's uh, conspiracy confirmed. They're reptilians. That's why they eat children?
3: <laughs> Living under our yeah.
2: feet. cannibal crab people. Yeah.
3: <laughs> when I was when I was writing this book, guys, the number of times I came across information like that, like oh, it, it just I didn't want to write it because it disgusted me. I was like, I don't want to believe that there are giant lizards living beneath our feet but it kept coming up and coming up and coming up
0: yeah yeah it's 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 really interesting like it's almost like what i'd brought up at the very beginning about the whole nine eleven thing when you start looking into like certain topics and subjects and i'm sure it's the same thing with like this cannibalism book i'm sure the more you look into this the deeper it goes and the weirder it gets so
3: that this one i had to anchor myself or i would not have come back yeah
0: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah well, final thoughts on conspiracy and cover-ups. What do we what do we all want to leave everyone with?
3: I'll uh I'll just give a final thought. I think that a distinction needs to be made between just like a flat-out conspiracy theory with no, you know, there's no basis for the claim and then a responsible conspiracy theorizer because if something has happened before and we know that this has definitely happened and we're looking at something like that that could be possible again i think it gives it more weight you know what i mean mm-hmm. so there's a difference between conspiracy theorist and responsible conspiracy theorizer i'll I'll put that on a t-shirt <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's a good t-shirt
3: it is
2: <laughs> real leo I would say that with every hint of lie, every hint of conspiracy, there's like an ounce, a grain of of some truth to it. So even though as outlandish as some of these theories may be, you always want to try to figure out like, where did it come from? What kind of sparked it, you know, and kind of just respect that idea.
1: True. Well, I think uh, conspiracy theories are self-relevant. It is important sometimes and it's also threatening
0: yeah I would agree all great all great ending things and thank you for stopping by and listening to us and if you enjoyed what you listened to hit us up on all your favorite social media pages such as Twitter Instagram and YouTube just to list a few for the latest content where we have the most up-to-date information on what's going on with the show and what you can look forward to in future episodes and remember we're not looking for stuff that's normal we want stuff that's effing weird You know like cats and podcasts i think a, a cat's like mouse. the sun's not real hi there my name is Chris. I'm the host of the Cult Film Companion Podcast. We are the home of movies that are off, under, and ahead of the cinematic radar. I'm a firm believer that a cult movie can come from any time period, any director, any movie studio, and covers a wide variety of genres, often within one single movie. It's all about the legacy that these movies have built up over time. Please tune into the Cult Film Companion Podcast, and remember to keep it cult. <laughs> but don't drink
3: the cricket. Some make a or kill, or kill you. Take care. I do. Um, it's just, it's almost like an insurance policy. To like, stay alive. So then, if you end up dead or suicided, um, <laughs> Most information gets leaked. Yeah, Anthony Bourdain, right? Happy oh. All right. You know the the big conspiracy, and I'm not queuing on. I, I love to observe it, but I'm not queuing on. But you know the big PizzaGate conspiracy stuff, how all that started. Okay, there's another conspiracy theory that. All of that. The washed. The, the, it's just another cover for cannibalism. And when Anthony Bourdain died, oh, it's not.
2: it was a song Goodreads. I think that was like the only place that had it available it was strange. It, it's more widely available now, but not many people know about it, more they speak about it.
3: But it, it names all of these at the Clintons. You know, it's not. We are all. I am um, saying. Everyone
0: can't say i
1: digging do some digging yourself